Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local podcast with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Friday, August 4th. I'm Debbie Monterey. And I'm Scott Jagow. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones has signed Board Bill 29. That's to require a concealed weapons permit to openly carry a gun in public. Alderwoman Kara Spencer says when to expect the new law to take effect. We're still waiting on the police department to unroll their policy on how this will uh, you know, be unrolled. So, you know, that's still in the works. Um, and so I'm going to kind of lean into our police department, our police chief. Uh, to, to develop that. And, you know, I've been assured that that will happen quickly. The ordinance takes advantage of a loophole in state law. It effectively bans minors from openly carrying guns in the city of St. Louis. A mass shooting in June finally nets an arrest. The June 18th mass shooting at a teen party in a Washington Avenue building finally sees a suspect taken into custody. One teen was killed and 10 hurt, and police circulated a picture of teen boys holding weapons outside the building to identify them. St. Louis police now announced the arrest of a 16-year-old charged with first-degree assault in the wounding of one of the victims. The suspect's name is not being released, and there's no word on whether they're any closer to finding out who fired the shot that killed 17-year-old Mikhail Moore. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. The attorney for a St. Louis police lieutenant colonel who's suing the city for race discrimination explains the case. Michael Sack was among two white finalists to become police chief, but Mayor Jones reopened the search instead. Lynette Petruska tells 97.1 FM, you just don't do that. If they had no qualified candidates, I can see that they had to reopen the search. But when you have qualified candidates, you don't reopen a search because the qualified candidates aren't the right color. She notes that a white candidate, Robert Tracy, was eventually selected as chief, but only after the two black candidates for the job bowed out. Sack is demanding the pay and benefits he would have received as chief. Dozens of people who say they were beaten, kicked, and pepper sprayed by St. Louis police during a protest downtown six years ago will start getting their settlement money today. 84 people who sued the city over the way they were arrested during the Stockley protest will be dividing up a $4.9 million settlement. Their attorney, Javad Kazali, hopes the city has learned a lesson. What that should mean to the city and to the taxpayers is that major change needs to happen. Unfortunately, all of the people who did this are still there. Some of them have been promoted. The settlements vary, but on average, they're getting $37,000 each after fees. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. A fundraiser to benefit two kids whose dad crashed on I-55 in April, killing their mother. At the time, the driver, 29-year-old Colby McCreary, was a deputy with the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department. After DWI charges were filed, he was let go and the benefit was pushed back so a trust fund could be set up to ensure that only the kids receive the proceeds. With that done now, the benefit is tomorrow night at the Merrimack Arnold Eagles Club starting at 5 o'clock. Today is a World Without Cancer Day. More than 100 restaurants and shops around the region are participating with Pedal the Cause to raise money for research at Siteman Cancer Center. James Beard Award winner Gerard Kraft has been involved from the beginning in 2015. All of his restaurants are participating. He says restaurant owners have big hearts. Everybody's been through such hard times, but everybody on these lists does it because they have been affected and know other people that have been affected and know how important their donations are. So definitely go out and eat. 
or shop. Crafts restaurants have kicked in more than $32,000 over the years. The full list of 108 participants is at pedalthecause.org. Still ahead in the business desk, the nation's largest airline is again focusing on St. Louis. Now, KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer. Scientists at Washington University have developed a breath test that quickly identifies those who are infected with the virus that causes COVID-19. This breath test uses a biosensor that requires only one or two breaths and provides results in less than a minute. Dr. John Cerrito is a WashU professor of neurology. So far, it's, it's detected all the strains, including the ones that are currently in circulation in St. Louis, which is are really the same ones that are circulating everywhere. Dr. Cerrito says this device still is in its prototype form, but he's hoping it will soon be available in doctors' offices, clinics, and pharmacies. We expect the test in the end to be $20 per test. Dr. Cerrito says he's hoping the breathalyzer will soon be able to detect the RSV and influenza viruses in addition to SARS-CoV-2. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. From the KMOX business desk, one important route is returning to Lambert Airport, but that's not the only addition. Southwest Airlines next spring plans to restore service between STL and San Francisco, something local executives have been asking for. We've heard you know, a lot from the business traveler that you know, they want San Francisco. Uh, it's a market that they that they feel that they, they deserve coming out of St. Louis. And so we've been pushing really hard to get it back. And we, we knew it was coming. We just didn't know exactly when. Lambert Director Rhonda Hamdabrigi tells KMOX this means St. Louis again gets nonstop service to all three Bay Area airports. There's also the addition of nonstops to Cabo and Florida destinations like Destin. But St. Louis is also getting more options to existing cities. San Antonio, Raleigh, Philly. Those are all coming back with additional service. So, you know, they're served today, but they're getting uh, an extra flight added to each of those. Hamda Briggy says this means St. Louis offers nonstop flights to 78 markets now. Almost 50 of those are on Southwest. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. It's still not easy to hire. According to the NFIB's monthly jobs report, 42% of small business owners had job openings they couldn't fill in the current period. Labor costs were the most important problem. NFIB Missouri Director Brad Jones says despite best efforts to offer higher wages and generous benefits, qualified applicants remain in short supply. Overall, 61% of owners reported hiring or trying to hire in July. That's up two points from June, with 92% reporting few or no qualified applicants. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.